Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in part three of The Name Above Every Name, we will move on with the names of God and the majesty and power that they reveal in glorious revelation of the great I Am, the one and only true God of all creation. So far we have gleaned from his names Jehovah, Jehovah Elohim, Adonai, El Elyon, El Roy, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, and Jehovah Rapha. Today we're going to take a deep look into some of his other names that may not be as readily known to us, but which hold within them a wealth of revelation and knowledge that should cause us to draw nearer to our Savior with renewed awe and worship. We'll begin with Esh Oklah, Consuming Fire. This name underscores the holiness of God. It represents His power and glory in righteousness that blazes with incinerating eradication of everything that is in wicked opposition to His goodness, love, and perfection. For while He is love, He is also holy, and He is just. In its most loving work, the consuming fire of God is the sanctification process that every true child of God will go through. For while we are completely forgiven, justified, and redeemed in our spirit man, our flesh, emotions, and actions are being cleansed and perfected as we sojourn on this earth, in readiness to reign with him forever. In 1 Thessalonians 5.23-24, it is written, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he also will bring it to pass. In Ephesians 5.25-27, it is also written, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church, and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. And in Hebrews twelve twenty-eight to 29 Therefore, since we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. We can step into the consuming fire of God without fear, knowing that we will come through as we find gold. Even as Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were placed in the blazing furnace, the pre-incarnate Lord was with them and they came out not even smelling of smoke, with only the cords that had bound them having been burned up. The other aspect of our God as a consuming fire is His protection and defense that He displays against the enemy who comes violently to rob, kill, and destroy His chosen ones. 
when the children of Israel were commanded to cross over the Jordan and dispossess the nations that were greater and mightier than they were. Deuteronomy 9.3 records the words of Jehovah to his covenant people. Know therefore today that he who goes over before you as a consuming fire is the Lord your God. He will destroy them and subdue them before you. No matter what comes against us or how fierce the battle may be, Eshokla has gone before us as a consuming fire to utterly destroy all the schemes, tactics, and wicked deceptions that the enemy has purposed to bring against us. It has been written and settled in heaven forever that no weapon that our adversary ever brings against us shall prosper. For the victory is already won in the Lord our God, esh the consuming fire. The next name of God we come to is Ruach Ahamet, the Spirit of Truth. In Psalm 25, 5, it is written, Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. My hope is in you all day long. And in John 16, 13, But when he, the Spirit of Truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. Now more than ever, we as the people of God need the wisdom and the leading of the Holy Spirit, as he takes us into the depth, width, and height of God's inerrant word of truth. For knowing that his time is short, Satan has raised the bar in his efforts to deceive and destroy. The Holy Spirit has been given to us as the sacred discerner who with divine demarcation separates truth from falsehood, light from darkness, and the genuine from the counterfeit. The Spirit of Truth also provides insight to those things that are being done in the natural realm, but that have dramatic spiritual and prophetic consequences as the agents of darkness plan out their nefarious agendas in service to Lucifer, the god of this world. As these actions are lined up with God's word of prophecy, the Holy Spirit unmasks their intentions, making them become very clear, as well as giving insight to the timing of these strategies as they fall into alignment with God's prophetic calendar. In a commentary written for the Guardian, they write, One of the powerful ministries of the Holy Spirit, as the Spirit of Truth, is showing us things to come. Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would bring to us scriptural revelations to take us deeper into all truth, primarily into the fullness of the One who is the truth and the way and the life, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Our Savior does not want us to walk in darkness, uncertainty, or confusion. In John 8, 12, we read His words of promise and provision. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. And in Jeremiah 33, 3, we read, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. The Holy Spirit is the interpreter of God's unadulterated word of truth and as his prophetic word of wisdom and power unfolds all around us, 
and we see all that he has promised being accomplished with each day that passes. It becomes more and more evident that we are living in the last minutes of the last hour, before the end of this age, and eternities forever that awaits the people of earth. For those who have been born again from above, our future is very bright, for we will be with our Savior and the Lord in his eternal kingdom of love and light. However, for the unredeemed, who rejected God's gift of grace that is provided in the perfect blood atonement sacrifice of His beloved Son, Lord Jesus the Christ, there remains a dread forever in the darkest of darkness with the Father of lies in hell's abode. In John 17:3, we read the greatest revelation that is given by the Spirit of Truth. In the words of Jesus Himself, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And in Isaiah 55, 6-7, we read the Holy Spirit's sacred exhortation of love's last call in revelation of that salvation truth. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Let those who have ears to hear, hear. We then come to the last name of God that we will cover today, which is Adonai Mekedeshachem, the Lord who set you apart. The definition for holiness is to be set apart. Those who have been born again unto eternal life are no longer of this world. We have been set apart as God's holy possession and are now citizens of heaven. One of the tragic realities that marks the Laodicea church of today is their melding with the world and its carnal and vanity-filled desires. They have lost the understanding that this world is under the control of the evil one and that his worldly domain is quickly passing away. That is why in 1 John 2, 15-17, we are given this exhortation. Do not love the world nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away, and also its lust. But the one who does the will of God abides forever. And in chapter 17 of the book of John, we read the high priestly prayer of Lord Jesus as he prepares to be offered up as sin's love-filled offering in sacred blood atonement sacrifice. In verses 13 to 24, he addresses his own before the Father's throne of grace. But now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask thee to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. 
Thy word is truth. As thou didst send me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they themselves also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask in behalf of them alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be in us, and that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou hast given me I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfected in unity, that the world may know that thou didst send me, and did love them, even as thou lovest me. Beloved, as we close for today, I pray that you will rejoice in the knowledge that Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord Jesus the Christ, our Savior and Lord, prayed that high priestly prayer with our names written on his heart as he prepared to shed his holy, precious, and priceless blood in payment of sin's death that we deserved. And that, the reminder that we have been set apart unto holiness as we serve him as ambassadors of that salvation truth, will be ignited within us with renewed fire as we await his coming for us to take us home. And until next time, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www. Dot agape light ministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.